Hey, good morning, or whatever time of day it is for you. Welcome back to Health is Power. This is Kate Larson, and I am thinking a lot today about compassion and actually feeling some sadness about the loss of a beautiful, beautiful role model for all of us and somebody who really has influenced the world deeply with helping us to see and understand compassion, love, loving kindness, how to be human. So today's podcast is in dedication to Thich Nhat Hanh. He was a beloved Vietnamese Buddhist monk, a writer, a peace activist, and a huge leader in engaged Buddhism. Martin Luther King nominated him for the Nobel Peace Prize in 1967, just an extraordinary person. And he died today at the age of 95. I have gone to his writing and his beautiful philosophies over and over again in my personal life. And we, with the practice of life, have used many of his wise words in things that we're sharing with you. And so today I want to share a pretty amazing poem and essay in honor of his life and his really quite extraordinary legacy. So I just wanna pause before I read this piece in respect, let you know that there are references to physical and sexual abuse I want to be sensitive to anybody who that would trigger before I get started. This is Thich Nhat Hanh speaking. After the Vietnam War, many people wrote to us in Plum Village. This is in Southern France where Thich Nhat Hanh lived for many years after being forced into exile from Vietnam. We received hundreds of letters each week from the refugee camps in Singapore, Malaysia, Indonesia, Thailand, and the Philippines, hundreds each week. It was very painful to read them, but we had to be in contact. We tried our best to help, but the suffering was enormous, and sometimes we were discouraged. It's said that half the boat people fleeing Vietnam died in the ocean. Only half arrived at the shores of Southeast Asia. There are many young girls, boat people, who were raped by sea pirates. Even though the United Nations and many countries tried to help the government of Thailand prevent that kind of piracy, sea pirates continued to inflict such suffering on the refugees. One day we received a letter telling us about a young girl on a small boat and she was raped by a Thai pirate. She was only 12 and she jumped into the ocean and drowned herself. When you first learn of something like that, you get angry at the pirate and you're naturally taking the side of the girl. As you look more deeply, you will see it differently. If you take the side of the little girl, then it is easy. You only have to take a gun and shoot the pirate. 
but we can't do that. So in my meditation, I saw that if I had been born in the village of the pirate and raised in the same conditions as he was, I would now be the pirate. There is a great likelihood that I would become a pirate. I can't condemn myself so easily. In my meditation, I saw that many babies are born along the Gulf of Siam, hundreds every day. And if we educators, social workers, politicians, and others do not do something about the situation, in 25 years, a number of them will become sea pirates. That is certain. If you and I were born today in those fishing villages, we might become sea pirates in 25 years. If you take a gun and shoot the pirate, you shoot all of us because all of us are to some extent responsible for this state of affairs. After a long meditation, I wrote this poem. In it, there are three people, the 12-year-old girl, the pirate, and me. Can we look at each other and recognize ourselves in each other? The title of the poem is Please Call Me By My True Names, because I have so many names. When I hear one of these names, I have to say yes. Please call me by my true names. Do not say that I'll depart tomorrow. Even today, I am still arriving. Look deeply every second I am arriving to be a bud on a spring branch, to be a tiny bird with still fragile wings, learning to sing in my new nest, to be a caterpillar in the heart of a flower, to be a jewel hiding itself in a stone. I still arrive in order to laugh and to cry, to fear and to hope. The rhythm of my heart is the birth and death of all that are alive. I am the mayfly metamorphosing on the surface of the river. I am the bird which, when spring comes, arrives in time to eat the mayfly. I am the frog swimming happily in the clear water of a pond, and I am the grass snake that silently feeds itself on the frog. I am the child in Uganda, all skin and bones, my legs as thin as bamboo sticks. And I am the arms merchant selling deadly weapons to Uganda. I am the 12-year-old girl, refugee on a small boat who throws herself into the ocean after being raped by a sea pirate. And I am the pirate, my heart not yet capable of seeing and loving. I am a member of the Politburo with plenty of power in my hands. And I am the man who has to pay his debt of blood to my people, dying slowly in a forced labor camp. My joy is like spring, so warm, it makes flowers bloom all over the earth. 
My pain is like a river of tears, so vast it fills the four oceans. Please call me by my true names so I can hear all my cries and laughter at once. So I can see that my joy and pain are one. Please call me by my true names so I can wake up and so the door of my heart can be left open, the door of compassion. Thich Nhat Hanh. Practice of life is about everyone having good health and healthy relationships because I believe it is a right of all humans. And we know about the inequities in the world and we can't hold them all. It's too heavy. But I hope that today thinking about this hard and beautiful reflection that you might take a moment to think about somebody who you might not always feel comfortable with and have a moment of compassion. Um, here, I wish you the peace to step through what Thich Nhat Hanh called the door of compassion. And I thank you so much for listening and I will see you on the flip side.